All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. I am your host, Adam Smith, with Just the Tips Coaching. And with me, pretty much as always, is our marketing director, one of our other coaches, all-around superhuman, Jen Weibor Hart. Hello, Jen. Hi, Adam. Still can't get used to the red hair, but I'm trying. I don't see you <laughs> often enough to get used to it. I see it digitally a few times a week in person, maybe once a week, and that's about it. Um, so, Jen, we've got a really cool guest today, somebody that we've been trying to get on the show for what feels like about the entire seven-year run of doing this show. And as life goes, things happen, and uh, we all have struggles and <laughs> pinnacles and foibles and follies and so on and so forth, because that's what being an adult is, unfortunately. So finally, we get to welcome to the show, Trisha Karstetter. Hey, Trisha. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Ah, good, good. Glad good. to glad to finally have you on the show. Um, in the in the time that you and I've been communicating about this, and the time that we've been doing the show, you've seen some shit. I'm not gonna uh, sugarcoat that. I guess it has been an interesting ride for you, both personally and professionally. Um, but uh, I certainly don't want to pry. Uh, so let's not do that. But why don't you give us a little bit of background about? who you are, where you're at, where you came from, how you got into this crazy business. Absolutely. I think that'd be a good start. So I grew up in Wisconsin, um, went to college for a pre-law degree. Um, started <laughs> My first job out of school was a marketing director for a law firm. Um, I was not qualified at all, but somehow ended up in that role. Loved it. Um, came out here to visit a college roommate a year after graduation, and it was February. I got off the plane, had on my parka, you know, and it was 70 degrees and sunny. I'm like, what is this place? Um, so went home, gave in my notice, and here I am. Um, that was in 96, and I got my license in 2004, so it's been a hot minute. Um, I was actually going through some old files, and I found one of my old maps. <laughs> so that's how I've been doing it. Um, yes, laminated and everything so I could find my way around Colorado. Um, but that's how we used to do it old school. Um, I, I did a map book. Oh, I had the books too. Yeah. All, right. all the things, the MLS books. Um, oh, wow. MLS books. That's a flash. Yes, that was super fun. Um, so, you know, on that aspect, it's a lot easier now. Um, but I started out with a franchise Opened my first firm in 2008, um, had some personal things happen in 2015, so I sold it. And 2016, started Spirit Bear Realty, um, said I was, you know, it was just going to be me and one other person, Damon Dirksen, who still works with me. It was just going to be he and I, What? nothing else. Um, fast forward, I met my current business partner, Elliot Pappas, who was like, we're going to grow this. So we're growing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, he came on board in 2021. We started working together in 2020. Um, and yeah, he came aboard in 2021 as a partner. And now we have two TCs, a social media content creator, 10 agents. Um, and our 2024 goal is to find some new talent. Okay. Well, I do think that growth is important. I think that that's a pretty decent amount of growth in a short period of time. 
And if you would stop telling people that, you know, we do really have these incredible winter days, then that might help us with the local inventory shortage. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going to help with that. I mean, problem. But I am part of the problem. I admit it. I love Colorado and I try to get all my Wisconsin peeps here. I've moved my parents here, a sister here, my brother-in-law here. Yeah. So I'm big on moving people here. Oh, you are part of the problem. I am absolutely. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, and uh, the inventory is a problem everywhere, every major urban area. We just don't have enough housing for the way that Americans want to live. So we'll just exactly. uh, keep it at that for now. That may be the next time we have you on the show. But um, I really would love to step back into or step into the Wayback Machine and get a bit of a grip on why you thought real estate was going to be a good fit. I know I knew you had studied pretty well. I knew you had been a paralegal for a number of years. Mm -hmm. So that's an interesting transition. And you're not the only one. Uh, uh, Jen and I actually spent a lot of time with uh, Cindy Marlowe. We'll give Red a nod here, who was a paralegal for decades. In fact, that's how she and I met and is now killing it as a Oh, I guess I would call her a 55 and up real estate agent. She really specializes, uh, has a niche on those 55 and up communities and uh, people transitioning into retirement, empty nesters, those sorts of things. And I, Jen and I both have a solid grip on why she made the change, but I'm going to bet that the reasons are different for you. Yeah. So I was pregnant with my second child and you know, I was working my butt off and I didn't really, I enjoyed the law, but I thought there has to be a way to use my skills that is not sitting at a desk all day, every day. Um, and my mother-in-law and I were talking and decided, you know, shoot, I'll go to real estate school. So I was actually on bed rest and I was the one of the first people to graduate from um, the school that we did scantrons at home um, for all of our testing and sent them wow. in. And they, yeah, we'd mail them and then they'd mail them back. Um, so that's how I went like to like the cards with a number two pencil. Yes. Yep. Okay. So I was in the first graduating class from that little thing that Dora was allowing them to you know test out. Sure. Um, you know, went in and took the test after my daughter was born. And it just, I, it just flowed right along. Um, I had my first deal in April and that I didn't even have my license until May, but there was a lag back then between when you finished school and when you could get approved because everything was paper and mailing. And um, so by October of that year, I was in the top 10 in my brokerage of 200 and I think 43 agents or something. Um, I just loved it. I door knocked. I did whatever I had to do um, to make it work. And I absolutely just loved it. And nothing's changed. It still barely feels like work most of the time. I mean, I just can't even believe how fun it is. And I mean, I help people. They're one of their largest dreams in their lives come true. It's unbelievable. And I know people are always like, do you ever have anything negative to say? Not really. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Um, it, I am so fortunate. I am just so fortunate that this is what I get to do. I think that that's 
really well said. And I think that a lot of people have that attitude about their real estate business. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably important to highlight here, though, that in six months, you were top 5% of your company with a pretty decent number of agents. That's relatively unheard of. And you had certainly made a brief mention of the kinds of things that you were doing to enhance your lead gen, like door knocking. And I think that there were probably some other activities at the time as well. But where was that initial six months of business coming from that propelled you into the top 5% of your company? I told every single person I met that I was in real estate and I still do. If I'm sitting at, you know, in the line at the grocery store, the people in front of me and behind me know that I'm a realtor. If I'm, you know, my partner and I always laugh, we go to restaurants and if we hear someone at another booth, we'll hear somebody say something about a house or buying or selling, we go silent and we're like just stealthy listening and by, I mean, within minutes, we're over there talking to them about it. Like, you know, and it's, and that's not even necessarily to pick up clients. That's just giving our knowledge to people. And that's what, you know, makes it work. Um, When I first started, it was open houses all the time. Um, I went to an agent who's still in the business and she had, her mom had been a realtor. And I said to her, I will do whatever you want. Just let me follow you around. I will pick up your dry cleaning. Just let me learn from you. Um, And she was like, okay, I'm not paying you. And I'm like, don't have to. And I followed her around for like a month. And then I just did everything she did. I picked up the phone and called everyone I knew to tell them I was in real estate. I sent letters to everyone telling them, um, you know, back then there really wasn't a big email thing. I think my email was like, me and my dog at AT AT&T or something like it wasn't really for market. (laughs) So at AOL.com. Got it. I was ATT.net. So (laughs) I was a little bit up from that, but yeah, so it was just all I, and I did, I door knocked. My parents lived in Highlands Ranch. I would drop off the kids and just door knock their neighborhood. And I just, I don't know, convinced people that I knew what I was doing and had one listing after another, after another. I mean, that's what I was going after was listing. So it worked. That's amazing. I think there are a couple of things in there that are really, really valuable and like picking up the phone. I think that's a big one. And I am still a big, big proponent and supporter. And for all of you watching or listening live or in syndication, please pick up the phone. There's money at the other end of that line. I promise. Um, and this is also true of door knocking and open houses. If we're really doing these kinds of activities in a smart, efficient way, then yes, they're greatly gentles. They're greatly gen tactics, techniques to generate that kind of thing. But what you said that really struck a chord and probably did with Jen as well is the bit about being in line at the grocery store or at the restaurant. One of the things that we're really, really heavily focused on is that in your line of work, everybody should be in your audience. Everybody should be in your contact database. Um, And we categorize that with clients, leads, and advocates. Anybody that has done business with you, anybody that could do business with you, anybody that could refer business to you. And the really neat thing about sales and having that particular little niche when it comes to real estate is that everybody, everybody owns real estate, wants to, or knows someone who does. Mm -hmm. So literally, you guys, you've got to be doing that in exactly the manner that Trish is describing 
the people in line at the grocery store, how the clerk at the grocery store, the clerk at the gas station, the people in the next booth at the restaurant, everybody you come into contact with is a potential client leader advocate because of what a great industry real estate is. Everybody either wants, has, or knows someone who does. So please pay really close attention to your surroundings. And I don't know how to really emphasize having your eyes and ears open to that kind of activity all the time. But you guys, adding to your audience, adding to your contact database when you're in real estate should be an eyes open, eyes closed every day for the rest of your career activity. It's it's just, it is the crux of generating business, of having repeat and referral business, of well, I could go on and on about that stuff. All right, Trisha, tell us about how it goes now. Where does the business come from? I mean, we're talking a couple of decades that you've been doing this. Yeah, I started so, when I was 12. I was going to say um, eight, but fine. <laughs> you know, most of my business comes from referrals and past clients. Um, I mean, I'm the sure. vast majority. It's just... I've been in it so long and I, I am old school. I still make the calls, handwritten notes. Um, that's a big part of my week is just sending handwritten notes to people. Um, we just did a whole Valentine's campaign where we did postcards that are like Mad Libs where you fill in, you know, different things about clients and people and whatever and sent those out. Um, and it, it makes people contact you. They call and say, oh my gosh, you know, I have... A friend of mine who he gets a Valentine from me every single year and it's the only one he gets. He doesn't have kids. He's never been married. He gets so excited. Um, so, you know, Christmas cards are great. That's what I tell all everyone that I mentor. That's fabulous. But, you know, what about the Valentines, the all the, you know, Fourth of July when they're not getting those things from other people? It's, right. You know, and everybody opens cards. And then when it's a handwritten you always do. And I send thank you cards for everything. I say, how are you doing cards? Just anything that's going on, I send people cards for. Um, and of course, we have our, you know, email drip campaigns. We do social media, um, in-person meetings. Nobody meets in person anymore. When you ask somebody to meet you for coffee, they're like, really? Yeah, I would love to. Because, you know, especially after COVID, it's just, I think people want that interaction so much. And, everyone's working at home. They don't, they don't get that. So it's really nice to do lunches and coffees and, you know, cocktails, whatever it is. Um, I'll just have the ladies in my neighborhood over to my house. Um, and you know, that's the thing about sales. Like you said, it's just a part of your life. You're not inviting people over for cocktails to be like, just so you know, I'm a realtor. They all know I'm a realtor, you know, but inevitably it comes up. So how is the market? It's, I mean, it's a hundred percent guaranteed that when you get together with people and you're in real estate, they're going to ask you about it. Doesn't matter if the market's great, if it's horrible, like whatever's going on, they want your expertise and, or they need a, somebody to tile, they need a house cleaner, they need something that we have the connections for. So you just have to stay in front of people. All right. So Trisha's keeping the U.S. Postal Service in business all by herself. We, we, that's awesome. Um, I did think it was really funny that you had talked about how everybody's working from home while all three of us are actually right now at home. 
And I know we had talked a little bit about that because we talked about the hat, uh, hats. And yes, I want my spirit bear hat. Um, but uh, you could see Jen perk up when you had said something uh, because she and I uh, both have this really firm belief about the fact that your people, your tribes, your audience, your circles, however you guys want to describe it, they already know what you do. You don't have to tell them about real estate because they're going to ask. And even if they don't ask, when they do have those questions, when they are curious, when it's time for them to buy, sell, refinance, whatever, they're going to ask you because of who you are. They already know what you do. So yeah, that was really, I could see Jen light up there in the corner of my screen when you said that. So it's a very, very big deal yeah. for us is to really be more present, whether it's in person or over the phone or in your handwritten cards or on social media or doing your video, whatever, to focus on the who you are, not the what you do, because people already know what you do. That one's a no-brainer. Ah, thank you, Trish. It's always nice to have some of these things reiterated in another voice because uh, sometimes Jen and I feel like we're beating a dead horse when it comes to trying to make people understand that mindset, I guess, that mentality, however we would describe it. So what kind of things as of late, because we obviously have talked about handwritten notes and picking up the phone and uh, MLS books and map books and all the things that you were doing back when you were, you know, uh, eight years old. What kind of technological things are you adopting? Where have you moved into what goes on in the modern world? And obviously, this is a really good example. We're doing a video cast live, which will convert to a podcast. Those are things that certainly didn't exist in the years where you were doing MLS books and map books and picking up the phone while well, you're probably still picking up the phone, at least I hope. But what kind of tech are you implementing for your business, your lead gen, those kinds of things? It's a learning curve. You know, I just turned 51 and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm going to start TikTok. I'm going to start doing these things. Like, that's it. And I did TikTok during COVID with like my nieces and nephews, but that was like, you know, drunk or dancing on the counter. It didn't really count. So <laughs> I'm trying to learn, you know, some professional ways to get out there on TikTok and Instagram and, um, you know, it. I'm really learning it from my daughter, my nieces and nephews. Like I, they know how to do it. So I reach out to them and I'm like, Hey, I will pay you to help me learn these things. Um, you know, and we have all of it set up, but I admit it's something that I need to spend more time on and work harder on. Um, so I'm putting more resources into that for sure. Um, you know, and, and once you start getting the different apps, they become easier and easier. So I've always been on Facebook and I receive more traction on Facebook than anything else. I think it's we all easy. do. It, yeah. It's, it's easier for people to interact. Um, well, and it's where our tribe runs. Exactly. Exactly. And we friend all of our clients, we friend coworkers, you know, yep. other agents, lenders, yep. 
um, immediately. We look them up and we friend them. Um, it keeps us in front of them. I Perfect example, I sold a couple of house in 2012. I've been friends with them on Facebook since, and she just contacted me this weekend and said, hey, so glad we've stayed in touch. Um, you know, and she messaged me through Facebook. We need to sell our house. Can you come meet with us in March? I'm like, yep, I can. Um, now, and they get the cards, they get the emails, they get all of that too. But she chose to message me through Facebook. My number hasn't changed. It's just, she saw something that I posted about who knows what and decide, oh, there's Trish. I need to talk to her anyway. So, yeah. yeah. In fact, you know, it's funny, uh, Jen, you'll have to refresh me. Uh, it's been a minute, but we had Ben Lavender on the show probably this year. Oh yeah. It was only two weeks ago. It was only two weeks ago. And yeah. We were talking about the fact that even more common than exchanging a business card today would be to exchange a social media channel, a social media profile. Hey, let's, you know, connect on Facebook, on Insta, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, whatever. And he described it as kind of a networking drip campaign. Once you're in each other's audience, they're going to see you. And it, just like that, it's going to be something that enables you to stay top of mind. It's going to enable you to have a regiment of what you're doing. And Jen has a full-blown social media calendar for us. She knows exactly what we're posting, when we're posting, what platform we're posting on based on those different algorithms, constantly improving our edge rank, getting better traction, making sure more of our audience is consuming more of our content. That's the goal there with anything social media really at this point. And I'm not talking about the influencers. Uh, I'm just uh, talking about what we do in our real lives kind of thing. And I think the two of you should talk more because Jen has converted a lot of people into being solid TikTok machines. And then how to repurpose that content. Take your TikTok, which has the best editing platform, by the way, and make it a reel and make it a YouTube short and so on and so forth so that you can uh, reuse that content. But yeah, I would say that, and Jen would know better than I would. She does the one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching with our clients when it comes to short form video, but it's a very powerful tool. And I don't think Absolutely. Had, I don't think we've had a single coaching client that has been like, oh, yeah, okay, this is all really neat, but I'm not going to do it. Or, uh, you know, it's still just kids, you know, dancing or I guess, you know, Trisha having her own Coyote Ugly version dancing on the, bar, <laughs> on the kitchen counter, um, whatever the case may be. So, yeah, I think that that is a very powerful tool right now for everybody. Uh, for all of you watching or listening, if you're not doing short form video, you're probably missing the bus. Um, oh, yeah. And you are probably the same people that didn't start doing video a decade ago or more. You're probably the same people that, well, you're <clears throat> probably, uh, how do I put this nicely? You're, you're probably carrying around a scarcity mindset. You're not open to telling people what does work for you. And you're certainly not open to listening to what other people are going to tell you that works for them. But for all of you, follow Trisha. It's working. She's not a short form video expert. She knows that these are all just things that are supplemental to her business, which is closing deals. That's what Trisha wants to do. She wants to find buyers and sellers, help them get in and out of homes. That's it. Every, everything else that is 
in that circle, in that sphere, is things that she knows are supplemental to that. She's never actually going to be coyote ugly. And that's probably a good thing. But you guys should definitely check her out. Actually, that's a really good uh, point. And we don't do enough of this by any means, Jen. But Trisha, where can people find and follow you? Um, well, our website is spiritbearrealty.com. Um, our blog, we the other thing that we do is our, Elliot and I, our listing videos are different than most people. We don't do the Tuscan piano music and soft, you know, pretty whatever. Ours are always rock music. Um, if you knew us, it would make sense to you. Um, uh, we I mean, do. We, we The promo <laughs> photo we're using for you for this is your ACDC t-shirt. So yeah. You know, that's us. Yeah. That's my partner and I, um, you know, he always laughs. He drives around a gladiator and Nine months out of the year, he has no top, no doors, no shirt, like total, you know, 80s hairband music coming out. Um, you know, we, we're just, we're ourselves. That's what we're selling is ourselves. Um, so that's what our videos are. You list a house with us and you get rock music and everybody's like, you've got to be kidding me. This is the most badass video I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, you know, and our video people know, like, that's how we roll. Um, and then we push that out to all of our platforms. Um, you know, so yeah, our website and then everything else is just under our names. Um, you know, we have a Facebook page for Instagram for, um, or we have the spirit bear page for Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all of them, and then our own names, but everything under spirit bear realty and everything under our website. Cool. I think that's uh, actually really cool. Now we have to go look at some of these listing videos uh, because, well, you and I speak the same music language. Uh, so <laughs> that will be a lot of fun for sure. Jen's a little younger than I am. So uh, her taste. I still, when I was creating the graphic, I turned to RJ and I was like, oh, look at her shirt. That's so much. It's so cool. It's so different from the normal headshot that I get for the show. So totally different. Yeah. But again, guys. Be authentic, be transparent for a thousand reasons. But when we're talking about lead gen, finding more buyers and sellers, finding more borrowers, whatever niche you happen to be in, you want to work with people that are like you, that think like you, that like you is really uh, kind of the big piece of that you like is kind of the big piece of the puzzle. So if you're really authentic and transparent about that kind of stuff that's going to happen. And the flip side of that is another huge benefit of the fact that you're going to organically repel people that aren't like you and you wouldn't want to work with them anyway. So yeah, please be authentic, be transparent in everything that you do. The Certainly the videos and the social media and your writing and when you're talking to people, when you're doing events, all of these things, I cannot emphasize it enough. Please just be you. That's that's probably the highlight. Um, thank you, Trish. That was, um, I, I know this has been coming a long time and I know that uh, we'll certainly get you on the books for another episode now that we can um, nail you down a little easier. Hopefully <laughs> no other major life interruptions occur between now and then. Um, but we also have a ton of stuff going on. Jen, what's the latest in the just the tips world. We did our first online. Yeah, I was going to say that went amazingly well. Uh, thank you to all of you who tuned into that. We did that on YouTube Live. 
And uh, so we were able to save the recording. So if people want yep. it, they can get access to that recording if they weren't absolutely for uh, the live version. But we've got a lot of other stuff coming on as well. Yeah, uh, I just that was really cool. It was the first time we've done a private live on YouTube through StreamYard. Um, so it kind of combined a lot of things that we coach on, ironically, that we actually applied um, pretty blatantly. So thank you to everybody who bought a ticket and tuned in for that. Um, but yeah, Social Media Day Denver is the next big thing we have. That's Friday, June 14th. I am still looking for speakers and sponsors for that. Um, so you can email me at smdaydenver at gmail.com if you're interested in speaking or sponsoring. That is a one-day event that we partner with Metro State. Um, so thank you to Metro State for that. Uh, basically, anybody who wants to grow their knowledge around anything social media-based, that event is for you. So tickets will go on sale for, soon for that. But if you want to find out more about us, if you want a free hour of coaching or copies of Adam's books, all of it you can find by texting TIPS to 63566. Cool. Um, and yeah, that was great, that class. Thank you. And uh, I appreciate you kind of letting me reel you back in. It's crazy. I've spoken to audiences on this kind of content, live audiences to the tune of thousands of people at a time. And for some reason, the first real digital masterclass had me nervous for some reason. I can't explain that. So thank you for all your uh, help last week with that. And Trish, thank you. This has been really great. It's uh well, I think most of the time when we find somebody that's doing this and doing it well and has met the threshold for getting an invite for us from us to be on the show, we kind of expect them to be doing the things that we're all doing in order to have that level, that echelon. And it's really nice to hear it in a very cut and dry manner in a completely different voice. And I know our audience doesn't know the shit storms you've been through uh, over the years to uh, finally carve out some time for us uh, means the world. So thank you. Thank you for having me. No, and let's do it again. Uh, Jen, get Trisha back on the yeah. books for another episode uh, for sure. And for the rest of you, yeah, thanks for tuning in. If you're uh, watching live or listening live, I uh, hope your Monday goes well. If you're catching the podcast in syndication and you can do so on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon podcast, then thank you for doing that as well. And we'll be back next week if you want to catch us live Mondays at 1030 Mountain Time, 1230 Eastern with more episodes of How I Met Your Mortgage. We'll see you next time.